Hello everybody and welcome to episode 12 of Gaming Fix, the first, best and only podcast recorded by six internet friends on the internet and talking on the internet. Um, I don't think that's today, true. <laughs> uh, they're not real friends. Yeah. Today uh, we are going to do our standard podcast, so I'll tell you a little bit about the rundown first, but first I'd like to tell you who is involved today. So today I will be your chairman, Sam Harrison. We've also got on board the good ship Fix. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Matt, Pat made a face and I had to laugh at it. Um, <laughs> on the good ship Fix we have our uh, helmsman, Alex Galinas. I thought you called him Matt Pat, and I was like, that's a weird name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our uh, other boat job, Allison. Swabber. Swabber. I don't know what the other boat job is. Ask Pat. Pat knows about boats. (laughs) I don't know what the other boat yeah, ask Pat. He's been talking to me. He's been telling me a bunch about boats. I know what an aft is now. I didn't That's know that before. Wait, yeah, sounds like know. aft. Is this <laughs> the nautical <laughs> fix now? Yeah, nautical fix. That's it. Uh, that, that's a podcast I can get behind. Yeah, I bet I can do a sailing podcast. That's a great that'll fit our brand brand really I've well. Actually, totally be sailing on a racing sailing boat. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so then the three of us can do it once, one time, oh, nine years, years ago. I did it for a while. Ooh. Uh, next up, we have got our uh, bosun, Andre. Uh, I like catamarans, and I, I once spent a week on a boat in the San Juan Islands. Wait, a, like a week straight on a boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. It was like a high school graduate-like trip, me and my friends. I've got a, I've got, yeah, just, we spent a week on a boat. Dang. And uh, we have the coolest catamaran, Erica. Oh, me. Thank you. <laughs> I, I've i been in a kayak once, and I went uh, I wish rafting. I that was the end of the story. <laughs> just like, I've been in a kayak once, and then you're just like, yep, it's <laughs> That's pretty much it, honestly. Yeah, I was in it once, and then I also went river rafting in Scotland when I was there. That was oh. pretty cool. We went through J.K. Rowling's backyard. That was awesome. <laughs> Did she know? Yeah, uh, yeah. The guide pointed it out. <laughs> Did she try and ruin Harry Potter for you? <laughs> this was way yeah. after Harry Potter ended, I think. So no, yeah, no, no. I don't. I don't mean like spoil it. I mean like oh, ruin it. Ruin by, it. Like, say, by like saying some bullshit. Well, I didn't see her. I just saw her backyard. <laughs> That's like ninety-five percent of what she does nowadays. She just keeps talking about it and won't stop. <laughs> You sound like my dad. She's, she just keeps talking. <laughs> and next up, we've got our cabin boy, Pat. He's been on like, been on like 40 different canoes, at least three different sailboats, uh, several water taxis, a couple of kayaks, um, and a cruise ship. Dude, kayaking is great. It's awesome, yeah. Uh, I went on a cruise with my family. It was like a Disney cruise. 
and then I want, but I don't, it's a big red boat. I don't know. I think it was a Disney cruise, but then they had like Looney Tunes characters. I was like four and I wanted Bugs Bunny to tuck me in, but then like someone else came and then I fucked <laughs> up, like freaked me out. And yeah. so I cried a lot. Let me tell you, if I was expecting Bugs Bunny to tuck me in and a different Looney Tune came, I would freak out. I've never been on a cruise. I've just been on a cruise ship. I've been on one cruise, but it was a metal cruise. That sounds <laughs> so it, it was literally metal music until four in the morning every day. It was great. Oh my god. Uh, anyways, uh, my, video games. Uh, yeah, video Yay. games. <laughs> Not boats. Uh, sorry, show everyone who loves boats. Um, so I've got another running order today, um, and I want to run straight through. Um, I haven't told everyone what's happening. First off, uh, we're going to uh, have a little bit of a rundown of one game that each of us have been playing this week that we think is really cool, that we'd like to share with you, or is bad, or is funny, or such like. Then we're going to have the return of the uh, Daily Fix quiz. Um, I'll give the scores out for anyone interested, although the cast members have already had theirs. And finally, we're going to run into news, uh, as we always do. Uh, so first up... Uh, Alex, did you want to talk about your game? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, buckle up. We're going to be here for all of about 30 seconds. Oh. I did not play a single <laughs> game this week. I did not touch a controller or a keyboard in the sense of playing a game. Did not have time. And I stole all of your free time today, too. It's true. I did watch five hours of wrestling this morning. So next <laughs> week we have a whole discussion about that. I'm wearing a thematically consistent shirt for wrestling today. Me too. But this is great because no one can actually see this on the stream. <laughs> Why are you Why wearing a John Cena shirt? I, I bought it for a fancy dress costume and uh, all my other clothes is in the wash because I'm going on holiday. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's I not a bad shirt, like, honestly. I don't know. The shirt. I, uh, oh, okay. Where did you go? I can't see you. Yep. It says for, <laughs> oh, for, for no. the audio listeners, it says give I up. Wanted, yeah. I wanted to buy a John Cena Snuggie thing earlier, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I didn't play shit. Uh, <laughs> I did watch a lot of streams yeah, while doing like a lot of work this week. Dark. <laughs> I should have played it. But yeah, I watched a bunch of streams. So I probably watched about three hours of Sea of Thieves and probably an hour of a way out and a didn't watch any Nino Kuni, but I know what happens at the start, and it sounds hilarious. <laughs> it's um, pretty good. We'll get to that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, speaking of getting to that, Andre. Yeah, oh, let's okay. get to that. Let's get to that because uh, that, yeah, that starting scene is so that. crazy. Yeah. So, I've, spoilers for the first thirty seconds of Nino Kuni two. Uh, it's like the president of I think the U.S. based on like the seal in his limo is like driving over a bridge and like oh we're almost there, Mr. President, and then suddenly like you see a missile fly overhead over this city and just like nuclear explosion. And then uh, he's like outside the car laying on the ground and then he starts to sparkle and disappears. And then he is transported into the land of ding dong dell into the bedroom of Evan Petty Whisker Tillman or some bullshit Tildrum. Uh, And he's like younger and he's got a ponytail and then that's kind of the last you ever like he he's not like what the fuck is going where am i he's like oh huh where 
where am I? What's going on? I guess I'm just gonna like walk out of here and like fuck this kid with cat ears. I, and just like <laughs> he's got a gun and he's always just like ices some like mouse or like a rat who's like gonna kill the kid. I, the start of this game is wild. That <laughs> yeah, sounds I amazing. I prepared myself for just about anything, and then that was weirder than I was even anticipating. It's like, like it's Japanese it's weirdness at its best. But, yeah. but like the the like. I just real. I, I mean, I've been kind of thinking about it, but it's like I'm eight hours in, and at no point has Roland, the uh, the man who is displaced from, who was formerly president, at no point is he like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm not. Like, he kind of is like, yeah, I'm not from here, but it's not like a big deal to him. Yeah, there's like a two minute conversation at the end of the prologue, and then yeah. that is it so far. Yeah, about four uh, hours in. That's really and weird. Like, he he uses his like you know experience as a world leader to uh, to help uh, Evan kind of build his new kingdom and be your, like chief political advisor. But like they must revisit that at some point because I that seems like must, but too it's... disjointed for people to be praising <laughs> the story yeah. as immaculate for them to never touch that again. Yeah, uh, well, because uh, if you played Nino Cooney the first one, you're like in and out of the yeah. real world and the mm-hmm. uh, Ding Dong Dell the entire time. So I would figure that this was going to be a similar thing, but yep. apparently not. At least at this point. And what I, I saw a thing on like how long to beat that put it at like thirty hours for the length of the game that seemed short. But yeah. if I'm eight uh, hours in and I've heard thirty two with everything to get the platinum. <laughs> wow, that's short. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's actually really that's surprising. surprising. That actually is kind of in. I kind of like that for myself, but I'm a little surprised yeah. that they would put out a game yeah. that length. Yeah, it's interesting. So, Less so, significant uh, and shorter than the first one, right? Oh, the first one. Uh, like yeah, first one's like eighty hours. hours so, is it? Yep. Yeah, uh, 50, 60 I, well, as the combat in this one is so much better. That's what um, I was going to ask. Is is the combat bad. is the combat tolerable? Oh, it's it's actually pretty fun. Um, if you okay. um, there's not a ton of depth to it, as far as I can tell at this point. Um, I mean, you can kind of just mash through it, but you get to run around and it's all active where I feel like there are a lot of menus in the first there were, one. I actually yeah. like combat in the first you one a lot. Just Pokemon, was, wasn't it? it basically. basically, but it, there was no, it wasn't turn-based. So it was like, real time, but yeah, yeah you like ran was, around and did menus. It was a lot like Star Ocean's combat, actually. It, um, was, a lot to keep, it was a lot to keep track of and like it didn't yeah. control particularly was, well. I felt like they wanted you to do too much at once. It was like um, a very small-scale RTS almost, but on a controller, so it was difficult. And terrible yeah. controls for your party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this one... You can, like the first one, you can switch between all your party members, just like push down on the D-pad and you'll switch to the next party member. Uh, And then you're just, uh, you know, light and heavy attack with square and triangle and then hit R2 to do like your special abilities. So that'll bring up a menu, then hit square, triangle, circle or X and you'll do your special abilities. Uh, And so those have like elements and stuff on them. Uh, And... Yeah, have they you, do damage. Have you but... used any special abilities outside of boss battles? Because I definitely haven't. Oh yeah, no. I just to like you get ones that like will do area of effect, so you can just like clear out enemies real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you build up uh, MP just by like attacking or getting hit. So there's no like having to manage that. You can like use items to restore your mana if you like need it for like a boss battle or something. 
but yeah, it's it's pretty fun. I look forward to playing more. Uh, I'm not super into like the kingdom building stuff, uh, but that's just like personal preference. Uh, people, other people who've played it seem to really like it. Uh, but there's a lot of just like, oh, hey, I want to join your kingdom, but first you gotta like go get me this. Stuff. Like, I'm a king. Like, you don't <laughs> tell me like, oh, I'll come to your kingdom, but first you gotta bring me some like green thread. Like, what? what that sounds like a jrpg (laughs) i I am happy to go slay a monster for you that like you know this tough monster like okay yeah no i'm kind of a badass like let's do it let's go kill this monster and save your village but then when you're like oh i need some green thread otherwise i'm not going to come to your kingdom like what (laughs) i haven't got to any of the kingdom building stuff yet i literally just did my first skirmish about 10 minutes uh well half an hour ago Mm -hmm. and then save the game so I've just got Lofty and Batu, and I've just done the first skirmish, and I saved and turned the game off. <laughs> yeah, that's literally where the kingdom building starts. So, yeah, I think I've got basically. I don't. I think there's only one menu not unlocked on the main menu for me at the moment. So I'm pretty much uh, there. Uh, I'm really, I actually, really enjoying actually, it as well. Yeah, we did the skirmish. I think that'll unlock that last menu. There's this weird thing called like the tactic tweaker. Where yeah. you uh, you put like you level it up by getting experience and like you get points that you can put into it, and there are like I think four sections, and each section as you level up you get like more more points that you can allocate, and you can go in at any time and switch it up except if you're in battle, and so there are like six monster types like solid versus natural versus and then like fairy or like I don't I don't remember exactly it's like solid versus goo natural versus something else dragons i think maybe and so what you can or reptiles maybe Mm. uh and so what you can do is you can put points into like one way or the other on each of these comparisons and then that'll let you do more damage to that type of enemy so if you're like oh well i know this boss is like solid so i want to just put all my points into solid so that way when i fight it it'll you know take a lot more damage and be easier to beat and then there's like again set it so you get more experience or more uh gold and like or more rare items or more experience and there's like a weird like four-way like which ones do you want and then uh yeah that's kind of the the deal with that any questions how tired the first game is it yeah carry on pat i'm just saying i really like this game as well play about four hours I would just ask, like, how tied to the first game do you feel? Is it? It takes place a long time after. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get super far into the first one. Gotcha. Um, I got to like, there's a like a volcano. I got, I passed the volcano and got to like the genie boss fight in the first mm-hmm. one. That's around where I got. Yeah, uh, there there was a part where it definitely like references the events of the first game. But, like, it's just kind of retelling, like, in general broad strokes. Like, here's what happened. Here's the legend of what happened. Sure. Um, That's cool. And I, it might, like, the overall story might be going to a similar place, but I can't say for sure. Gotcha. Like, there might be, cool. like, a recurring big bad. Yeah. Right. Uh, are you playing it on PS4 or PC? I am playing on PS4 because I could get 20% off that and something else that I will talk about next week. Ooh. <laughs> I'm also playing on PS4. 
but uh, it gets a little framey here and there but like in combat it's fine just like open world stuff it gets a little wonky uh it's absolutely beautiful um so like the art is really great the environments are incredible is the scale of the world similar to the first one it's similar yeah okay. uh, maybe a little more exploration based sure uh like things i feel like the uh areas are maybe a little more open like yeah, in, the, they were pretty um linear and like yeah. kind of narrow in the yep. first one they're a little more yeah. open in this one cool not, not like extremely so but a little bit the one thing there's two kind of semi complaints that i think i've got about the game in that the world map doesn't look great because it's these like too bad. little chibi characters um it looks quite early ps4 like ps3 sort of thing to me almost it's very it's it looks like a world of fan world of final fantasy as yeah. looking chibi yeah. characters which is yeah. weird yeah um, and huge, huge swaths of the dialogue isn't voiced. Like, I would say 90% of it feels like it's not voiced. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially if it's a 30 hour game, when games like Final Fantasy 15 have hundreds of hours of voice in them, like, it just feels a bit like a cop out. Like, maybe they made the game cheap. I mean, I know level five isn't as big as Square Enix, but, you know, I, I would have liked more dialogue and the stuff that is spoken seems really random like it's, certain lines will be spoken because they are apparently important is it is there a really good welsh accent in it mm, yes well is there yeah like probably i don't remember i don't uh, remember there's a really good version of scottish twitter yeah i heard what? that i just the best <laughs> mr drippy is the best part of the first game without oh, totally. any questions whatsoever and i want more of that in my life uh, sadly, Mr. Trippy is not here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's. Uh, I think Lofty is either Scottish or Welsh. The accents are extremely similar. Yeah. So after the part that Sam is at, uh, if you go on to like, there's like a social media thing where you can like like posts. I don't oh, know. I have that already. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why. Well, uh, but after the part you're at, there's a post that is just like beautiful where the guy you beat in the skirmish is posting about how he lost and how he's angry about it and how he's going to come back and get you. <laughs> but it's, also, it's in, amazing. Like, it's yeah, like written like it's Scottish Twitter. So, so it's really funny. It's like the Scottish nemesis system. <laughs> no, it's just it's just like a, some weird random thing they wrote in. Like, I don't think. I don't know if he'll actually come back, but it is like this guy angry he lost a battle and writing about it on like fantasy Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's quite the fantasy Facebook is quite funny. Uh, so yeah, it's but there's also like random this weird guy who's like taking pictures of you, but he, like you're like where the fuck is this guy? Why is he taking pictures of our secret like political meeting? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a little concerning. Uh, yeah, but it's it's pretty fun and cute. Uh, it does like the like weird naming stuff where everything's named like something really cutesy, like "Oh, go find my rubber dub scrubber," or like they all talk and like "I need a horny warny woo." What? <laughs> okay, I think we need to, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> we said no safer work concept this week. <laughs> hey, this this old librarian lady wanted me to find her a horny warny woo so she could be beautiful again. <laughs> so I so she would give me a, a library card. 
is a bad librarian. <laughs> yeah, she just give you the card. That's like government funded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, this whole kingdom, their government funding is questionable. Good point. Uh, I think we should keep this JRPG trainer rolling and go straight over to Allison. Hello. So, um, well, before I get into my game, I have to just announce that it's the end of the er- an era. I got to the last cat in Cat Condo. And oh, wow. I have I'm so stopped. jealous. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) and I have deleted it off my phone, and I'm really excited about that. So (laughs) I am free, and I am free to do whatever I want without looking at cats. Um, (laughs) And so uh, I also finished um, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga on Game Boy on 3DS, rather, and it was fantastic. I had this idea that I was going to um, go to something that was different from an RPG. However, um, when the Steam version of Chrono Trigger came out and everybody thought, oh, this is terrible, I actually went and found, the, uh, got a DS copy of it because that's uh, supposed to be the better version of the it. The best version, yeah. Yeah, so I've been playing through that. Um, this is actually the first time I've played this game because I've, it's one of those where oh. I've been meaning to. For a long time, Sam, the look on your face is just beautiful. I'm like, you just look so excited for me, and I'm, I'm excited for myself. You're extremely it's, lucky. But it's one of those things where um, I've heard about this game for so long, and I've heard about how good it is for so long that I was wondering, oh, is this going to have aged well, or is this going to live up to the hype? Because there have been times where I've played older games, and I'm like, oh, this is clearly great for its time. But it's not super great now. But uh, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I'm only about four or five hours in, and I'm so far just like, I, I really like the setting. I think the mechanics are neat. It, it feels fun to play. The characters are cool so far. So, it, it, the writing's funny. So, it's I'm just really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And it feels like something that's totally held up over the years. So, I'm, I'm excited to um, play more of it. Have you renamed any of your characters? Uh, no, mostly because I used to like rename every character. But then when 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 that option came up, but then people would be like, "Oh, what about X character?" And I'm like, "I have no idea who you're talking about," because <laughs> I renamed it. So I'm only I'm, I haven't renamed any of the characters. My favorite renaming a character in any game is in Final Fantasy Nine. Has everyone played Nine? Anyone played Nine? Yeah. Well, like, there's a character, Princess Garnet, who goes by Garnet, and you're not allowed to change her name at the beginning of the game. And it's because at one point she like goes underground. She's like, "Oh, call me something else. What's that on your belt?" And he's like, "It's a, it's a short sword." And she's like, "Oh, hmm, what's like a short sword that I could be called?" I know. I'll call myself Dagger, and the like window comes up, and I just named her Garnet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the the thing pops up, and the name in it is Dagger. Yeah, it's like, preempted. Yeah, like what? <laughs> like, I'm not naming a person Dagger. That's weird. <laughs> just call it their real name. Wait, but back to Chrono Trigger. It's a yeah. very good game. Have any, have any of us, <laughs> other than Allison, have any of us not played Chrono Trigger? I've never finished it. I've only played yeah. about half of it. Oh, I, I watched I it, but I didn't finish it. I watched the Patrick and Ryan Ryan Endurance yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the, if I finished that, but the first JRPG I ever completed was Chrono Trigger. 
Um, on an emulator on a Windows 95 PC <laughs> when I was uh, 13, I think, 14. Yeah, I've owned a lot of different copies of it over the years. So oh, the police are coming for coming for Sam. <laughs> My first was either that or they can't battle. see me, so I'll be fine. Invisibility <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> cloak on. I've got a Stardust shirt around here somewhere. Oh wow. <laughs> Um, so what are you thinking so far? How, how many hours are you in? About four or five. So I'm in the factory right now, if that mm-hmm. helps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So it's, 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 so I'm getting to some of the time travel mechanics, which again, I really like time travel in media in general. So I'm like, I have no idea why I haven't gotten to this yet, but yeah. it's, it's been really fun so far. And the, uh, and I, even though I knew that there were some elements of choices here, I was I was genuinely surprised when you got to the trial near the far, the start of the game, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, you ate this dude's lunch," and I was like, "Oh shit, I did." <laughs> I did it was not something I was expecting from an, an older game to have that level of uh, the choices you made are. Uh, have gameplay consequences like i know that it's not going to be you know the the most uh your decisions uh, affect everything like every decision affects everything type of system but i was i was legitimately not expecting that from an older jrpg so i was just like what this is i mean it has a lot of endings right i mean there's Actually, yeah, I know that there are some but so allison i was just not expecting it have you killed yourself on the final boss yet no. Be- because you can just run straight to the final boss at any time. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, whoa, let's let's go to the final boss. Oh, wait. You will get yeah. one shot <laughs> early, that early in the I game. <laughs> incredibly underpowered. Okay. Cheat engine. <laughs> game um, shirt. That's for the time frame. <laughs> Speaking of a game with a great story and meaningful consequences, uh, Pat... Uh, yeah. You've been playing something that isn't that, in my yeah. opinion. No, doesn't. Well, um, yeah, it doesn't really have either of those things. I feel like before we say the name of this game, I want to read the text chat that I sent to a friend, which described our half an hour of playing. Mm-hmm. So I start off with, "It was just a crazy burgeoning madness engine. Me and Pat got attacked on another boat by another boat with two people on. We couldn't beat them, so we ran." When we ran away, we started bouncing and playing the accordion. Then I was like, this is my boat. What's below decks? And I found a grog keg and proceeded to get drunk. The game then became very difficult to control and the vision was wobbling. So I decided to shoot myself out of a cannon at an island. Whilst I was flying through the air, I was projectile vomiting. Then I vomited on Pat. We got attacked by a shark and he vomited on the shark. Then we killed the shark. Got to an island where we were attacked by skeletons with guns. It was so crazy. I cannot begin to guess what game you were talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, it yeah. sounds great. Yeah, so, so I got the yeah, advanced copy it, of Detroit Become Human. <laughs> I was going to say that Dragon Cancer, but I've already beat with that. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh, that, that game. Uh, I'll yeah, praise the um, so, uh, so I've been playing. I played quite a bit of Sea of Thieves this week, probably like 12 hours or so. Um, uh, I played some solo. I played some with Sam. I played some with Erica. Um, I played some with another friend. 
um, we actually got Erica and I met a stranger and we got on a galleon. So I played on a galleon size ship and on a sloop. Um, and, uh, I think I'm like one of maybe like five or 10 people on the internet that really emphatically likes that game. Uh, as I kind of expected, um, it's getting completely ripped to shreds, uh, on the internet. Um, but, uh, I think it's a really cool game. I think it's like a game that people had weird expectations for. I don't listen to a lot of the podcasts that I love. Uh, a lot of people on them expected it to be more of an RPG, which I feel like they kind of had said it was not going to be like a year ago at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of multiple times said during betas, like this is the game as people angrily yelled, don't think this is the game. There's going to be more. And it just, no, it's the game. Um, but I think it's really fun. I don't want to like beat it to death. I'm sure people listening to this have seen a lot of stream footage of it and have heard a lot about it. But uh, I think it does something that uh, I haven't seen in a lot of games recently where the whole point of it is just to have fun and play it. Uh, it's not really about um, an end goal. There are numbers you can make them go up, but they don't affect your progression really at all other than giving you slightly different things to do. Um, but if you come into it knowing like there's three main activities, they're kind of similar and you just goof around with friends and do them. Um, it's great for that. I do think that uh, a $60 ask for that game is uh, about three times as much as it should be. Um, but I also feel like a lot of, there's so many ways to play it for free or for $10 a month that I don't know that it's it's surprising to me that anyone really was spending that kind of money to buy the game in the first place. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's a, I think it's really fun and I think it has a lot of potential and room to grow. Um, and I think that if you have friends, it's just like a great hangout and goof around game. Like I know a lot of people got that with PUBG last year, but for me that game was too intense for me to really like chill out and chat with friends while I played it. Um, yeah. whereas this game and like, I've recently been really into Vermintide 2, too, because uh, I have a lot of uh, friends that have been playing it. Uh, and that game, though, also way too intense to do just, like, to chat and hang out. Um, whereas Sea of Thieves, playing with a friend the other day, we were kind of autonomously running around the boat doing everything. And, and it, was, it was one of the games that... The water is really good. Even the and the lighting is uh, like when the sun sun rises and sets and the way it glints off the off the water and off your ship. I I don't I've never seen anything like that before. My previous favorite game visually was the excuse me uh, The Witcher Three, um, like on a nice like really beefy computer. Uh, and I think that uh, this game may have um, replaced that as my favorite looking game. Um, but and then technically too, I think it's just technically one of the best looking games visually. <laughs> no, I know about this small indie game called Persona Five. Oh no, I mean I, I I like style, but I don't. Uh, I like uh, uh, either Pixar cartoon art or bleak fantasy landscapes. Those are it. Those are one of those two things. Is <laughs> my favorite visual thing. Those and are opposite ends of the tactics tweaker. <laughs> They are, yes. Yes. No middle slide. 
<laughs> uh, just wait till Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. Oh, my oh I'm sure that'll be gorgeous too. Yeah, um, I think we're going to see some of that E3 this year. I don't think we will. I think we'll see another think, cinematic think, trailer this year. I think they've. Oh, that. that's that's something. Okay. <laughs> so, I. I played Sea of Thieves with Pat, and that's yeah, the yeah. only part of that game I've touched is what I played with you. Um, Same. And I will say that I did not find it quite as peaceful as I think Pat did. I mean, you know, we could obviously talk and do stuff at the same time, but I just, I think I don't know how boats work as well as I thought I did. <laughs> it's also, I played solo for about five hours before yeah. I played with anybody else, and that was a very, like, it was stressful at first, but it was also like there was no one to see me fuck up but me. So <laughs> during that time, I just like did everything by myself. And so now when I play with other people, it's really easy. In fact, almost to my detriment, because now I know how to do everything in that game, like kind of automatically. Mm-hmm. So like when I play with friends now, it's like, oh, we've landed on the tre- on the island. Where's the treasure chest? Let's look at the map. Hmm, I wonder if it's over there. And within like 30 seconds, I'm like, clunk, found it. It's on the boat. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, so I have to like slow down so I don't do that stuff too quick, but um, it definitely has a bit of a learning curve. I actually think the closest yeah. comparison for that game, I said it on stream too, is uh, is Elite Dangerous um, because that's another game that it's not as social. Elite isn't, um, but uh, it's another game that's like a lot of people. It's it's very divisive. Like people, it's one of my favorite games ever, but a lot of people think it's pointless and stupid because there's no story or anything. It's all just you know, make money to get a bigger ship to make more money to get a bigger ship. And then you max out at the biggest ship before too long. And then it's like fly around in the big ship and shoot things. Um, so it's kind of, you kind of got to be into setting a goal for yourself that you want to accomplish. I, I don't even like to use the term make your own fun. Cause I don't think that's necessarily accurate. Um, I think it's more like you have to decide what you want your eventual goal to be. Uh, and the then, game gives you a lot of triggers for fun. Mm-hmm, yeah, like the, I don't know the thing that happens. The thing that happens that you have to kind of be into is like, I I had numerous situations with friends where it was like, okay, we accepted a voyage to go dig up a treasure chest, and then we had like ten different, completely unrelated to the quest things happen that would be like, ah, we ran aground on a rock and had to bail out the boat and we almost sunk, but then we got out of it and then somebody got drunk and fell off of the boat and we had to try to come around to rescue them. But (laughs) instead they got eaten by a shark and, uh, and then, you know, or like, um, we encountered another ship on the ocean and couldn't decide if we should shoot at them or not. And then started yelling at each other back and forth and then playing (laughs) music on opposite ships. And it's, that's all stuff that, the quests are really just there to get you out on the water um, and give you a direction to sail in. And then the, you kind of have to be open to having fun on the way there. If you're like, no, we got to get there, get the chest to make the number go up. It's so not that kind of game. And it actually yeah. kind of intentionally, I almost feel like it intentionally pokes fun at that. Um, I don't know how intentional it is, but there's like this mysterious stranger guy in the bars in the outposts. Um, there's then they're in every, outpost and when you walk up to them and talk to them they say you know oh i've got secrets untold you must get your uh your your guild ranking up to rank five at all guilds and then you get it to rank five at all guilds and they go ah they give you like a rhyme they're like now that you're rank five get to rank 10 but they don't (laughs) give you anything all they do is tell you to get to rank 10 next so it's all very it's, it's very much focused on like go have fun don't worry about 
your stats or your numbers or anything. Just have fun. I will say that the, oh, the I reward, love this, Sam. I love this. The reward balance is really bad. Um, right now, you get like at most a thousand gold from a like low level quest, and like to get a, or I should say, early, but after let's say after ten hours of play, the quests that I can get, I'll get around. 500 to a thousand gold from them it's actually usually trends lower to the lower end of that spectrum but we're talking like to get the first sale upgrade for your ship that's just cosmetic it's like 120,000 gold so like you kind of have to grind for like like 10 or 20 hours to get anything (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry and uh and that can be a bit of a like I can't put I didn't get one that's just like 15k and I've made like that game brings just don't buy it for 60 yeah I think it's a very funny game it I think it has a lot of funny components like the music syncing up you just you know go and dance and play music with your friends you get drunk and fall off the boat like there are moments that cause things to be funny i guess but like Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily i don't i mean it's aiming to do that i guess but it's not it's it's not feeding it to you yeah it's a great example too of a lot of people it's a problem that i think like gamers have in general where like People wanted it to be a pirate RPG, a deep pirate RPG with stats and lots of <laughs> the ASMR Sam. podcast today. <laughs> they wanted it to be like a deep, uh, like a deep stat-based pirate RPG, and that's just never what it was going to be. And then, and everyone said this is never what it's going to be. And then, people still, when it came out, were like, "This isn't what I wanted. Fuck this game." <laughs> So, Why isn't this stat? It's like, uh, that's not the game. Yeah. I don't know if it's yeah. so much that though. Like I like I said, I've watched three three ish hours of it, and I feel like in those three hours I've seen like eighty to ninety percent of what the game has to offer. It seems like it's totally. mostly a lack of content. Like like it just seems like every time so, you're going on an island, the only enemy that possibly exists is some kind of skeleton. Like mm-hmm. it's either a skeleton that's a normal skeleton or a ghost skeleton or an armored skeleton. And like I think yeah. people are just kind of bummed at the fact that like it seems really shallow, and a lot of people did spend sixty dollars because maybe maybe they don't follow Games Enthusiast Press and didn't know that they could get a two week free trial for Game Pass, right? They just went to the store. They're like, "Oh, Rare put out a new game. Let me get this new Rare game." And they're like, "Oh, I spent sixty dollars I mean, on this uh, thing." That's... I don't know how many of those people exist that are paying attention to it being Rare's first game in a while and don't know the other stuff. But I do think there are plenty of people that could walk in and see the cover art and think that's pretty and cool and buy it and be disappointed. And yeah. I get that. Yeah, I think that's more where the disappointment is coming from, just from gauging reactions and stuff like that. Like, I haven't played it. I don't think I really have an intention to play it. So. Sure. It's definitely I, not for everyone, either. I, I don't think there's anyone who is not following Games Enthusiast Press who knows who Rare is. Yeah, I guess that See, was kind of... A lot of people. A lot of people played Donkey Kong and Banjo and stuff like that. Jet Force Gemini, uh, Perfect Dark. Yeah. For day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say there's a lot of people who know Rare. Uh, Viva Pinata. Uh, uh, I played for like an hour, and like the only thing I really enjoyed was like the sailing. I, sure. I thought they nailed the sailing, and yeah. like, I got on a boat. And as someone who's like gone to sailing camp and spent a lot of summers playing pirates on little one two person boats, that's the sailing's a lot of fun and like really intuitive. 
uh, as someone who knows how to sail. <laughs> uh, so I can be like, oh, okay, I go over here, set this, lower this, raise the anchor. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Do all that. Uh, I have a friend who uh, who is really into sailing. He like would race every week during the summers. And uh, he, like, he loves Wind Waker because it has sailing. I'm like, what, what is wrong with you? The sailing in Wind Waker is trash. Hey, it's fine. It's no, just no, fine. No, the sailing in Wind Waker is garbage and might as well not even be there. <laughs> so I like the sailing in Wind Waker. And Wind Waker might as well, there's, there's parallels there. Wind Waker might, not even, might as well not even exist. And uh, that's the only three wow. of the game I like. Well, you know, then it's not much of a loss. You just it's don't. It's no Majora's you know. Mask, but you know, it's a good game. No game is any Majora's Mask except Majora's Mask. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, so this is like I could see my friend who likes sailing really enjoying this game just because of the sailing. Because like I enjoyed sailing, but being in Japan and like time zone stuff, it's just it's hard to get like people interested in playing it who are available to play. Yeah. Uh, so I like. You know, During the week and stuff, I'm available now instead of like when everyone's asleep. But that's besides the point. Uh, like, just I'm not really into those types of make your own fun games. Um, if there I was really not, yeah. If there is a, I, I don't know. You've been into like Subnautica and stuff recently. Subnautica so. is not a make your own fun game. I, I understand that that people think that it's that is super 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 not the way that that game works. But mm-hmm. it kind of can look that way from afar. Yeah. I think. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, like I could definitely see where they could take this game and make it really cool, uh, but it, it definitely feels like this is like launch No Man's Sky, and like they like there are definitely like things that are cool. Like you can actually do multiplayer, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. Like you know, I ran into some people on a on the beach, and then we just started like running around and jumping and playing music <laughs> with no mic communication. It was just like, oh hey, don't around. I'm uh, but I'm looking really forward to when this game completely falls out of uh, like, it's going to come down to whether Microsoft has faith in rare's ability to keep working on it. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game fading away so that everyone stops talking about it. And then it can just kind of like go off quietly with a small passionate community and rare can work on it. And if they don't, if they don't add a ton of stuff over the next several months, then I, even I will not be praising that game. Um, But uh, I think that it is, uh, it was a bad game for them to market as heavily as they did because yeah. it's yeah. super not ready for a large mainstream audience. That is a game for yeah. a very niche audience. Um, and uh, I think it's kind of going to, I think it's unfortunate that it, they didn't pull back and say like, uh, it's going to be included in game pass. And then like, we're not selling retail copies for a while or something like that. You know, um, yeah. I think that, that that's, them putting as much faith into the launch version of it as that they did is incorrect i think on their part it, it i think be. it should have been free with cosmetic microtransactions i agree i think this game would have been way more appealing so, free. even like even then like i feel like there there wouldn't be enough i mean like i don't know i feel like there isn't enough for me to be like oh this should be out now it like there's one enemy type and well, I don't think it's a bad game, but I, I yeah. feel like they need more there. It's ironically very shallow. Yes, <laughs> yes. It feels yeah. a lot like the beta for Destiny 2, 
which had like four pieces of content and you could do multiplayer and, and like, it was half the game and I, yeah i guess the That's thing I, I don't have yeah. a i don't have a coherent argument to like argue this so i'm not necessarily trying to launch this as a point of conversation for now maybe later in the year we'll have that conversation but i actually this game kind of gave me a moment of like a personal epiphany where i was like I was having fun and I was like, but what's the point of all this? And then I stopped and was like, well, I'm doing a sort of a, the mechanics that I'm engaging in a diverse set of like, I'm controlling sales. I'm managing like dropping the anchor to, at the right time. I'm rotating like at a core level, like what am I doing with the button presses that I do? And then I thought about like, okay, and there's like no real gameplay progression, but there's cosmetic stuff and I have this range of stuff I'm doing. And then I thought about it comparing it to Destiny of like, what do I do in Destiny? I pull the left trigger and I pull the right trigger. I pull the left trigger, I pull the right trigger. That's all I do over and over and over again. And granted, like it's deeper in different ways and I haven't, like I said, haven't fully formed this argument critically. So we don't have to like, I'm not really trying to say one is better. Sometimes you know, you in the right or the left stick. Yeah. So- <laughs> it just made me think a lot about like what's the point of any of this that we do when we turn on a game like what, hey, what, what what's the point of being alive there is no point <laughs> whoa we're all I mean, gonna die so like, what was I mean, thanks the OPC made Pat contemplate the nothingness of life truly yes well hey, the nothingness hey, of games hey Pat how did you feel about Stardew Valley or did you ever play it um I have tried to get into that game 10 times I own it on Switch and PC and PS4 um <laughs> And uh, after every after a few days of gameplay, every time I'm always like, eh, and I fall off. That's interesting because that I seems think- like that seems like the epitome of exactly what you were talking about of engaging with uh, uh, game mechanics rather than like some kind of story or progression. Yeah, I think in that case, it's that I don't Stardew Valley is not fluid enough for me. It always feels very um, challenging like it it feels too much like work i guess at times and i liked harvest moon a lot when i was younger too mm-hmm. something about the layout of, of stardew valley's world just doesn't click with me it's because it's always like oh i need to go do this thing but i can't find the person i need to talk to or i can't find the the like the the store doesn't have the item in stock that i need right now and it's i get very like bogged down because it won't let me do the thing i want to do without a bunch of legwork um Fair enough. and that's i think always been the thing that's frustrating me i do think it's a well-designed game though uh and it's beautiful if, so if only it was a little more streamlined like sea of thieves yeah kind of i guess so hmm. speaking of uh moving on to a new game erica <laughs> i understand you've been playing a super cool game that i actually really want to play but i'm not around to that was the yeah. worst segue that was, <laughs> was it it was kind of bad. So, I did not mean to talk about that for so long, so it's a good segue. <laughs> um, so I've been playing Hand of Fate. Um, the oh. first one, I just found out that there's a second one um, that came out late last year, um, but I don't have that one. My husband and I do, on Fridays, we we stream six days a week, but on Fridays we have a series going on called Rogues Gallery, where we take all of the roguelikes that he has in his Steam store, which is about 35, 36 of them, and we put them in a hat and we just draw one and play that. And so last week he played Hand of Fate. And so I tend to not like roguelikes. Um, 
I like feeling like I'm progressing and I feel like roguelikes tend to make me feel the opposite. I get there's progression in it and then you're kind of learning stuff, but like, I, I like to feel like I'm like checking things off a list and finishing, you know, uh, and roguelikes don't usually give me that. I also tend to hate card games. I don't like Hearthstone. I don't like anything. If I see a card in a game, I'm just like, I would immediately roll my eyes. I'm like, I'm not playing it. <laughs> and um, so the, the, this game, Xavier was playing it and I was watching it and I was very surprised the whole time. And it's, I don't know. Have any of you played it? Oh yeah. yeah I've played some of it. Yeah. Okay, like I, f- I feel like I didn't hear anybody talk about it. I had no idea what it was. Um, so the the game is kind of like thematically, it's Dungeons and Dragons. You have kind of like a a dungeon master guy who uh, walks you through everything that's going on. Um, but the gameplay itself, you have like these the. Uh, decks of cards i guess um you can build your own deck i haven't really gone into any of the deck building stuff yet but um the the decks themselves kind of are i mean the cards that's kind of what you what you get through each playthrough is you get more cards um and more types of cards that that you add into your deck and the dungeon master kind of puts in the negative cards i guess Mm -hmm. and it's got a really fun style. You kind of build your level, I guess, at the end of every every few turns or whatever. You have a level, and at, in those levels, you play Batman-style combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you have, like, the different cards, and the cards on them have different enemies, and they actually put the cards down on the level. It's actually a really good look, and then the enemies kind of emerge from it. And on your character, you put, like the um the cards that have like your different weapons and your shields and stuff like that and it's it actually looks really really nice and i like the way it looks a lot uh and and i feel like the batman style combat like though i really really love the batman games and the combat in them and um and so i think that having it broken up by that kind of stuff makes the card part and all the reading a little less cumbersome i guess I just I I'm not a real fast reader honestly <laughs> so I don't like I tend to not play games that have a, t- a ton of reading in them um like Yakuza Zero <laughs> <laughs> No she's fluent in Japanese didn't you know Oh man yeah so I mean well I played that on a stream and I did not pay enough attention to it cuz I missed a whole chunk of something um, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah like the it's just it i really like the way that game works and i like the way it looks and i like that all the card stuff is, and whatever is broken up enough that i feel like i'm playing different games but the games all work together i guess <laughs> awesome yeah. um i really want to play hand of fate but i have not played it i think like uh, it's the sort of game that I will one day get in a humble bundle, play thirty minutes yep. of, and go, "That was cool." Yeah, it, and then forget <laughs> about. But yeah, I could see myself um, see playing more of this game. I've played, I don't know, a few hours of it, 
but I, I can see myself playing more of it. I just don't think it'll be like, I don't think it'll ever be a game that I just sit down and play forever and ever and ever. It was a game that I played. I haven't played it in a, several months, but when I was, I was playing it like once a month or so, I would get in, do a run or two. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I can see. Yeah, that's about what I did too. But it's so good for that. And it's priced yeah. right to be that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Like Hanafe 2, I think, is a little more meaty in terms of its long-term gameplay because it's got like i've read that it's got like a more an overarching goal that you're trying to accomplish more Mm -hmm. like ftl or or into the breach or something um so there's like a more of an ending to it and the first one you just kind of go through the deck and then at the end you like get new cards to add for the next time um but uh yeah i don't know it's just a really good game to have on the side to jump into and play as kind of a palate cleanser yeah the the voice actor that does the dungeon master type guy is really good it's yeah it's It's really simple too you can jump in back into it having not played it for months and get Mm -hmm. into it again because all it is is like oh you found this sword it's better than the one you had yeah combat is like you said it's like batman combat so it's really easy to return to um and without uh without kind of like having to relearn a bunch of systems yeah exactly it's definitely like I, from watching Xavier's stream that I was only like half paying attention to because I'm working the chat at the same time. I, like I kind of already knew how to play it going into it. And so it's definitely not a complicated game and it's just a good time, an easy time. And I want to play more of it, but probably not too much more of it. <laughs> but, uh, the And I also think that... Uh, I think I said some stuff about the art style, but they they also made a a physical version of this game. They like crowdfunded yeah, right. like a, a real card version, and I I have to imagine it looks really nice because I really like the way everything looks in this game. Awesome. Um, I actually have another game that you're playing. How is oh. Psychonauts? Oh yeah, I am playing Psychonauts still. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of. Mm, the it's controls are not great. The controls are heart. not great. I really, um, it's. Not, I'm not bothered enough to stop playing it, and especially because I'm only playing it once a week on Thursdays, which are Mondays. <laughs> um, and it's, it's. I'm. I'm very interested in what's going on in the world. I think everything's really creative and really interesting, and I like what's going on. I like what I'm seeing so far. the The remaster, I'm assuming, looks really nice because all the cutscenes are not remastered and they look like garbage. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, it's like the. I, I would say that's a nice looking game, but it does not control great. The last part I played, I was inside of Sasha's brain. Um, and he's kind of, he's like the, like the genius guy who's got like a layer in the basement and it's like, his level is like a giant cube, um, with like sensors. And, um, yeah, so that, that was supposed to teach me how to like lock on and shoot. And the whole time I thought the locking on was terrible. It made, like I was trying to lock onto stuff that was in front of me and it would lock onto something that if like behind me, like 180 degrees behind me and it would be stuff that I couldn't even shoot and have an effect. It would just like lock onto like a platform or, you know, something with nothing on it. And it was not real good, but I kind of just wished like there were like crosshairs in the middle and I was just shooting instead of locking on to shoot. 
because I don't think the locking on is good. I could have sworn there was like a third person aiming mode, like a over the shoulder type thing that happens, but maybe not. Maybe I'm yeah. misremembering. I, I don't, don't know. Maybe they'll having, touch it to me. <laughs> I don't remember having issues like what you just mentioned, but it's been a while since I played it. Yeah, bummer. but that game is still really cool looking. It has a lot of nice ideas that I'm excited to see more of when I get to it. <laughs> would, would you say you're liking the Tim Schaferness of it, but maybe not playing it? Um, yeah, there's like, I think that game's like a little bit before its time. Um, it talks a lot about mental health in ways that I feel like you wouldn't necessarily expect to see from a game that old. And yeah, I think I'm enjoying a lot of the writing. I'm enjoying the world. I'm enjoying the way it looks and whatever. It's just the controls are not great. I'm constantly missing jumps and mistiming jumps and it's just... Yeah, it's just not fantastic. You are describing how I felt when I went back to Alice Madness Returns. <laughs> like, how would it... you feel if that game talks about mental health? <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe... would... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's let's leave it there. <laughs> Excellent. Speaking of leaving it there. Uh, so, yeah, such a good segue this week. Pure <laughs> quality. Um, uh, real drinking quick. is really just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit, Sam's got to talk about a game. <laughs> yeah, I do have one left. Um, Jesus, for an yeah, hour. So, <laughs> yeah. Oof. Um, How to Fate, real quick, you talk about the physical version of How to Fate. Yeah, I found a screenshot, screenshot of it, yeah, or a screenshot. Cool as hell. <laughs> A photograph of it. <laughs> um, I own the physical version of Gwent that came out with oh, two. Fuck you! I want that so bad. <laughs> I have both versions that Damn came it. with the uh, special edition uh, Witcher uh, DLC get, uh, physical versions. Um, it's cool as hell. It looks awesome, but I have never played it. Um, it just sits in a drawer uh, unplayed. So I have four. Gwent decks that have been opened, looked at, and put away. Have you played the computer version? Like not the not the Witcher in-game version, but like the standalone. I good. actually, I yeah, I played it quite a bit, uh, mostly because they got my loyalty because they had a really short queue at Gamescom the year that I went, and <laughs> it was the first game that I actually put hands on at Gamescom. And uh, me and my friend played like a round, and then the guys were like. Do you want to play a few more rounds? There's not a big queue. And I was like, uh, yes, please. So uh, they were really nice. They gave out the best merchandise. Uh, that's, that's secretly the best, I think, mechanically of the digital card games. Unfortunately, it is hard to, like, I don't know if it's going to work forever. You know, I think it's probably more limited time than something like Hearthstone that Blizzard will milk for the next 10 years. I would really like a Gwent game that plays like Gwent plays in The Witcher 3, not the slightly adapted and changed version that you get in the Gwent game. And I'd like a full story. Like, give me like a 15-hour story game of being a Gwent player that's basically a visual novel. If you want to sell me on basically a game like those old Yu-Gi-Oh! GBA games (laughs) that had real stories in them that were terrible, but (laughs) when I was 10... As someone who who played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh, I could never get into those games. <laughs> They're bad. They're bad. They're very bad. But so okay. So hear me out. Awesome. What if you were in prison 
Which card game would you want to bring to play with your uh, eventual escape partner? Um, I think that I would mostly be looking for a way out. (laughs) Fuck you. So so no card games? No card games? (laughs) So today, instead of attending the uh, New Japan Wrestling viewing party that the rest of the gang had... I recruited a friend and played through the entirety of a way out from start to finish in one session with no breaks. Oh wow. Um, I wanted to kind of have a complete experience of it and I knew that it was five hours. Um, so I bought it from the PlayStation store, came home with a load of snacks and finished that game. Um, so uh, a way out is uh, for those of you who are living in the dark or not super aware of this game um, it is a game by um, Joseph Fares who um, famously was the developer of Brothers A Tale of Two Sons which is a much better game than <laughs> a way out is Oof. Um, Brothers is a very very good game though so it's not it's not a damning thing on the uh, way out. Are there good. are there nine games better better than a way out? Definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we've every game we've discussed today is better than a way out. Most wow. Likely. Um. I was going to so say every out. game we discussed today is better than Sea of Thieves. So yikes. <laughs> there were so many moments in a way out that were extremely satisfying. Um, the, a lot of the mechanics, uh, the shooting mechanic in particular is quite bad. Um, and I think it's a shame the final chapter of the game really heavily relies on it. Um, but the rest of the game uh, has these cool... It's basically... It's not far off like a Telltale or a Shenmue game. Um, there's just quite well done QTEs everywhere um there's a lot of stealth stuff so like um for example right near the beginning of the game uh, there's a section where one character has to distract a nurse and then a prison guard so that um the other character can steal a chisel which they can use to uh, open the back of their toilet in their cells <laughs> and then like the next section of the game is basically like you and the guy, you're, you're next door to each other in your cells and um, you're like chiseling away and the other guy's keeping lookout and like there is no way for me to know whether the guard is going to look into my cell. Like, there's no, no noise, no anything that I can get. Um, I have to rely on my co-op partner. Um, so but Can't you see their screen? You can see their screen, but you won't see the QTE button prompts if you're looking at their side of the screen. Oh. Um, I, I don't... I, there's a lot of problems I have with this game. Um, so, like, the shooting... Uh, again, I'll say the shooting is quite bad, and they force you to do it for about an hour of the five-hour runtime in this game. Um, mm. There's like two or three segments split apart. Um, I didn't like the ending. Um, like mm. uh, the way it ends, I'm not even going to remotely spoil it here. Like even talk vaguely about it, I didn't like it at all. Um, huh. uh, I felt like it kind of undermined a lot of the stuff that had happened in the rest of the story. Um, but even 
Uh, oh, and one other thing, Joseph Fares voices the character that I played, Leo. Um, and there is never at any point any reference to the fact that English is not his first language and that he speaks with a very thick accent. Mm. Um, is and, he supposed to be American? Is this like a Tommy Wiseau? Like... I think it is very Tommy Wiseau. Uh, the character's <laughs> name is Leo Caruso. He's got a very stereotypical prison Italian look. Um and uh, <laughs> I've watched a few Godfather movies, so that's kind of why I was going with it. Okay. Uh, he he basically looks like a very stereotypical kind of like Italian American guy. <laughs> Everyone treats him as if he is Italian American, uh, but Joseph Farris's accent slips in. I would say four out of five lines that he speaks. Oh no. Um. Uh, it is. Um, it is fun. So I'm just making sure my cat hasn't peed on the floor. Um, this is a very <laughs> weird sound. <laughs> uh, this is. This happens every week, but I'm not normally speaking at the time. I'm like, oh god, what's he doing now? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I. I would recommend this game. Um, I would specifically recommend it um, if you can split the cost with a friend. Um, so, for example, uh, the game costs £25 in English money, um, and um, I bought that on, on my on my chin, as it were, because I knew that I wanted to play it, and I wanted to play it today for the podcast. Um, and so the friend that I played through it with, I didn't ask him for any money. I was like, do you, do you, can you give me five straight hours? <laughs> uh, and he did do that. <laughs> we played the entire game. Um, there's a couple of segments uh, where I don't know whether it would have been as fun like we were playing with headphones on because we were playing online um, and uh, the conversations you can both get in conversations at the same time mm. um, when I've seen a few reviews but not all have mentioned oh the conversations play out over each other when I was playing with headphones on and you do select headphones as the um audio device in the menu um it just kind of muted the other conversation and only played mine um, but the subtitles still show and i think that maybe headphones and online might weirdly this co-op game playing with headphones online might be the best way to play <laughs> yeah um, okay i'm gonna give it another shot at some point because i only got three trophies throughout the game and played five hours of it uh so i do want to get a couple more at least if i don't get the platinum uh but uh yeah the game yeah i i would recommend it again i don't think it's worth what they're charging for it um and i think it's very much like a b game uh yeah it it always i had a i have a, a friend that wants to play through it and i may i don't know that they have anybody else to play with so i may do it um because they bought it already uh but like it always struck me as being like I kept hearing people talk about how ambitious it was and how like like revolutionary the ideas there were and every time I looked at it I was like I don't think so it looks like a co-op like adventure game it's like yes I know that that's kind of a new concept but it also looked I kept hearing like three to five hours to play through it and I was like and this is like a 
$40 game. <laughs> uh, apparently, looking at how long to be, and based on my own timeline, in that me and my friend didn't fail any activities, um, it took us five hours and uh, two minutes. Sure. Um, and all the other reported times are about five hours. Yeah. Um, between five hours, 12 for the speed run time, which I felt pretty good that we beat that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, five hours, 40 something for the average. I don't like to, to like try to, 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 cause I'm, I'm someone who will defend like the walking simulator. That's $20, mm. you know, like I, I don't think that games have to be a certain, there has to be a certain length to dollar ratio. It just felt like it was going to, be disappointing i guess i don't know i never really got the the hook for it um yeah do you How feel does... like if you split the cost with your friend it would have been worth it um i kind of feel like it was worth it to me um in terms of i'm sure i'll play it again um my future brother-in-law and his girlfriend are cat sitting for us this week while we're on holiday and they're gonna play it um my uh, my friend who I played it with had a great time and it was good to like connect with him. So cool. a lot of things around the price made it around the game, made it worth it. And um, I think possibly the game itself in a vacuum isn't worth 25 pounds. Um, Do you think that it is something that could, that would be impossible to relay if you were just switching characters back and forth at the push of a button? A hundred percent. There's so many That's times. Cool. That's cool. Um, there is basically, I, I can only really remember two scenes where one character is doing something and the other isn't. Okay, cool. Um, That's good to hear. Usually what they do is they give you, the character who's not doing anything, they give you like a mini game to fuck around with. Mm-hmm. So like um, there's a scene where my character is talking to his wife and the other character is playing darts. Mm-hmm. And so they have this very Shenmue darts minigame thing. Uh, and like, so he's playing darts and I'm talking to my wife. And then there's another scene where he's talking to his wife and I'm fucking around on a wheelchair. So like I'm sitting in a wheelchair trying to lean back and balance without falling over. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. And it has a, uh, it measures your scores in every activity that has like anything. So All like, right. Uh, in the darts, when you're in the zone where the darts is be is playable, your score shows on your side, and his top score shows on his side. Um, they put these really cool little subtly competitive things in there. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, do you know, I, I again, I do say I think it's good, and if you can get it at like, I think twenty pounds would have been reasonable. Like half of a full price game is totally reasonable for this game, mm-hmm. uh, because again. It's five hours, and I don't think I want to replay it anytime soon. But uh, I did enjoy it. Um, the stream that I did of it was uh, unfortunately scuppered by my friend who I was playing it with had turned off share party audio on the PS4. Uh, so it sounds yeah. like I'm having a one-handed conversation. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, uh, the uh, yeah, you can watch some of it as it's playing right now if you're watching the uh, watching the stream. But yeah, um, I would kind of recommend that game. Cool. How does Leo feel about the Oscars? Um, I think he's pretty anti-Oscars. Um, 
Speaking of which, <laughs> question one from this week's quiz. <laughs> that's 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 not much of a segue unless this question is about a man named Oscar. <laughs> question one: Where was a way out creator Joseph? Fuck the Oscars, Fares born. Is it A Sweden, B Norway, C Lebanon? Everybody ready? Oh. Three. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> All right. Now I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one, and show them. So everyone who put C, Lebanon, you are correct. So that looks like we've got Alex, Andre, and Erica. Erica, very close to... Uh, she's still on top, actually. Erica. If I hadn't forgotten the order that those questions about uh, Ghost of a Tale were... forgot the answer Kickstarter, and it was Indiegogo. Ugh. Uh, question two. There have been five Nino Kuni games. Oh, wow. Yep. What? Nino Kuni 2 <laughs> is the fifth game in the Nino Kuni series. <laughs> what? Which one has the subtitle Wrath of the White Witch and was released on PS3? Is it A, the first game in the series, B, the second game in the series, or C, the third game in the series. Everybody ready? Three, two, one. Show me your answers. Anyone who puts C, the third game in the series, you're correct. So it looks like it's just Erica this time. Okay. I mean, I totally guessed, but okay. <laughs> I feel like the I guess at like 90% of these and I'm like still, <laughs> I don't know. The reason that it's I that do skill. the <laughs> multiple choice is so that they are guessable, so that pretty much <laughs> everyone's going to get a point every week. Uh, question three. According to How Long To Beat, my favorite website on the internet, <laughs> what is the average time it takes to finish the main story in Hand of Fate? Is it A, 11 hours and 36 minutes? B, 15 hours and 42 minutes? C, seven hours and 58 minutes. If anyone would like those options again, let me know. <laughs> Guessing either way, so it's fine. Yeah. So it's three, two, one. Show me your answer. Anyone who said A, you are correct. Yay. So it looks like we've got uh, Alex, Alison, and Erica. Erica, you're on fire. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of fire is, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, speaking of which, here's a question for you, my friend. Yeah, let's see if I can get it wrong. <laughs> I don't think to dismantle uh, one of Barry's toys and bring it into the kitchen, so that's fun and extremely loud. The answer to this one, B, Barry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is Sea of Thieves currently rated at on Open Critic? Is it A sixty-five, B seventy-two, or C fifty-four? <laughs> Three, two, 
Um, and a go. Everyone who put A, 65, you are correct. All right. I don't know what Open Critic is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. <laughs> I know oh. the Metacritic is 72. <laughs> open Critic is um, uh, like open source version of Metacritic that's not full of ads. It's like legit incredible. Everybody should use it. I use it as well. It's great. Yep. So that was Alex, Allison, and Erica from memory. Okay, final question. This would give Erica the clean sweep as she has not got a question wrong. That's too much pressure. Don't tell me this. <laughs> what date does E3 officially start in 2018? Oh, God. This is because I didn't know what Alison's game was in advance. <laughs> A, June 6th. B, June 12th. C, June 10th. Everybody ready? Wait, can you wait? Can you give them one more time? Yeah. Yep. So A is June sixth. B is June twelfth, and C is June tenth. Okay. 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 That's a nope, three. Sorry. Yep. Do you want me again? What was B? <laughs> B was June twelfth. Oh God. Okay. 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 So that's three, two, one. Show them. Everybody but B, you are correct. That gives Erica the clean sweep. Yay, Erica! I'm the best. I'm sad that I didn't get that right, but I'm I'm happy for Erica. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. (laughs) That puts Erica in the double digits on 12. Um, uh, I think Andre and Allison were on the same. They were on six. So that puts... Uh, in fact, I'll just get the actual scores up here so I can actually be sensible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I know Erica's on 12 because I remembered it being six, seven, sorry. Okay. So Erica, you're on 12. Then next up, we have got. Uh, I think Allison is going to be coming up next. Uh, so she is on nine. Maybe we should team Erica and Pat together. <laughs> I need I need to talk about Nino Cooney Hot Troit stories. Oh, <laughs> no. I looked at the Wikipedia of it Nino followed- Cooney to be like, what's going on with Nino Cooney? Let me make up a quiz question. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? It Why followed- are five games? <laughs> It follows the story of Oliver and his friend who create a custom car by finding parts around Hot Troit, eventually what? making their way to an abandoned factory and encountering creatures. Yeah, those games get weird. Released in Japan on December 9th, 2010 for mobile devices. Uh, I have. Oh my god. I have, uh, so we can get away from the terrible quiz results, because they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I have breaking news for Sam. There is a Gwent expansion coming that has visual novel elements as well as an RPG overworld. So there you go. All right, guys, I'm ready to mute the recording a second just so that I can exclaim with joy. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do it any loud because it's like midnight here, and I don't want to wake up the children who live next door. <laughs> Okay, I'm just working out the scores here. One second. So Alex is on nine. Alison is on nine. Andre is on seven. 
I think I got more than one right. Did you get more than one right? Yeah. Wow, th this is rigged. Yeah. <laughs> it's better to not even try to compete. Fake I think trivia. I might have to go back to the tape on that one. Fake answer. Uh, I got at least two right. I, I also think you might have as well. And how do I put your name instead of Alex? Alex's name instead of yours by mistake. Um, it's okay. I will go back to the tape. I'm sure Alex, uh, Alex has got this recorded. Or right, right Alex. Yeah, well, let's hope. <laughs> this cat is having fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's he's being a real dick. Um, he won't. It's not like he even got a quiet toy to play with. I thought you said that Pat is having fun, and then Sam said he's being a real dick, and I was like, whoa, whoa, I didn't mean to like shit on the quiz. I just know I'm bad at it. <laughs> okay, I think he's lodged it behind the fridge, so we should be fine. <laughs> Next segment is extremely short. Like that's what Luigi's. you think. <laughs> I have Boy, food. have I got some thoughts about Elder Scrolls Online? Uh, <laughs> Are they? Who, who said the next segment Pretty was much, new yeah. and not a surprise segment? Oh, damn it! We gotta keep adding. We gotta stop adding segments. <laughs> You've been at this for ninety minutes. Don't you have to go to bed? Yeah. Oh my god. No, he just wanted an excuse to play that. Oh. Oh, God. Here it is. Uh, On Friday, I received are. the Detective Pikachu amiibo. He's extremely good. You know what? Uh, you know what? Yeah, you amiibo know what? with a real solid base. You know what? Like, by like two inches. You know what? Uh, he's bigger than the Guardian amiibo. So I'm assuming this means he could kill Link. Why didn't uh, they make them squishy? I feel like he should have been squishy. Does the only um, squishy amiibo they've made was shit. So I feel like I don't ever want another squishy amiibo because it was so disappointing. I have like, exactly I mean, zero amiibos, so I like how he has a cool on map, map on his base. Yeah, yeah. Hang out yeah. On it's a pretty good amiibo. I'll tell you. Cool. Right. I'd like to point it, out the stitching on his hat. It is on the stream, just so you know. Individual stitching is I incredibly wish, good. I wish you could uh, squeeze it and make it say stuff and. Uh, Danny DeVito's voice. Uh, yes. I'm also I want not someone to modify it so it just says always sunny quotes. I'm not 100% on board with the fact that it does look like it's making a Nazi salute. Um, <laughs> yeah, it I'm does. not sure everyone was thinking that. He's like, objection. Now that Somebody... you mentioned, now that you've said it, that cat's out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this amiibo. That, that meow. Uh, oh no! Uh, I don't even have that part. Nintendo that meow out of the poker bag. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I was gonna. So do that, that was too, too and then I decided that was too much effort. Review. I hope uh, everybody who couldn't see the amiibo was extremely as pleased as everyone on the podcast. Which is <laughs> literally everybody who is listening to this. That isn't us. But you know, uh, I can post some pictures of the amiibo. Uh, maybe I'm pretty sure you could Google the amiibo and see it. <laughs> I don't think it's that uh, hard to find pictures of an amiibo. amiibo. Yeah, 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 you can see Sam's amiibo. You can go you to your local uh, out of stock. Weirdly, for amiibo, uh, they're still pretty available everywhere. I guess it's because it's attached to a 3DS game, and who gives a fuck about their 3DS except me and Alison? Mm -hmm. And yeah. the fact that it's thirty dollar amiibo. I mean, like. That there is that. It's only well. It's uh, I actually don't know how much it was. I literally just clicked buy and <laughs> bought it. I, I don't. I don't look at the prices anymore. Was Detective Pikachu yeah. already in Smash Brothers? What wasn't? Isn't that a hat? Like a costume? Alternate color? I don't think so. 
Uh, Detective Pikachu now. is my 75th amiibo, just so you're all aware. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. For what? <laughs> uh, they look cool on the shelf. Uh, uh, news. <laughs> Yikes! Right after you uh, drop that bombshell, time for news. Yeah, let's yeah. Uh, let's navigate swiftly away from that. <laughs> so let's so, take uh, on a heading and tack on over to news. Oh, nautical yeah. theme. Yeah, yeah. It I got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, speaking of nautical themes. Oh God. <laughs> Damn it! I had, uh, oh, here we go. Ark Survival Evolved is gonna get a port to Switch. What? Bullshit! I actually didn't see that. Yeah, um, the another game I don't care about. Ark, yeah. Ark is coming to Switch. Um, they announced it a couple of days ago, and it's also coming to mobile as well. Um, uh, that one I makes sense, but. I've never played Ark. Has anyone played Ark? I wish I liked it. I I have it on Steam from something, and I have never played it. So I, I've seen streams, but kind of, kind of I, to Andre's point, I really want to like make your own fun games. I just hate almost all of them, and I that's my experience with that one has been negative. Yeah, that's actually my oldest charge likes watching the streams, so I kind of have seen quite a few with him. Huh. But it's eh, I don't know. I don't care about it. <laughs> yeah, I liked the Monster Factory with it, but yep. that's about it. I like watching Vinny Caravella from GiantBomb.com play it, but GiantBomb.com uh, <laughs> yeah. is that a website? Yeah, <laughs> it's a website about energy drinks. Yeah, good, excellent, and anime. And, uh, <laughs> definitely anime. Um, okay, this is a PSA more than a news announcement. Um, just to tell everyone that the best episode of Hitman is free right now, up until April third, I think. The best being Sapienza. Sapienza okay. is free. We're on also, okay. uh, the first episode is free. So basically, two episodes of um, uh, Hitman are now just completely free for anyone who wants to play it. Two episodes. Um, Sixteenth game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And there was also uh they were reviving a new elusive target and the elusive target for uh Sapienza for this week is gonna be the guru live for ten days from Friday. So if anyone uh is super hype on Hitman or is not super hype on Hitman, you should replay because it's a really good game. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not super hype on it, you're wrong. Has <laughs> Gary brought back Gary Busey? Uh no, I do not yet. The guru is a very good the, one though. He, if you buy the special Gary, edition, you get all of them again. Gary Busey was one of the few uh, elusive targets that I did accomplish. So, I mean, I can't do them again anyway, but still. Yeah. I had a plan to stream every elusive target when I got Hitman, uh, the Game of the Year edition uh, that came out with like, everything all on it. And uh, four in a row I failed on and didn't upload, so I just stopped doing it. This tough. The first one I failed by accidentally walking into the room she was in two minutes into the level. So that was a good time. Yeah. Did you like finish the game first? Or Yeah, I had fully finished the game, done loads of the optional side missions. Somebody, some giant bomb fan, I believe, made a hits miss uh, like style challenge generator on Twitter. And it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I've, I've done a few Very of them. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> she I think it's a bar. Yeah, 
the that uh, best of giant bomb is maybe one of my favorite ones that and the hoop god from <laughs> e3 two years ago the hoop god cole uh <laughs> Next up, uh, Ubisoft have fended off Vivendi's takeover bid through Tencent partnership. So, as uh, many people may know, uh, Vivendi, in super interesting stock market news, have been trying to hostile takeover Ubisoft for an extremely long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, they held a 27.27% stake in Ubisoft, um, which didn't give them, obviously, any management um any management influence or anything like that but they still had a lot of influence there um vivendi had previously hostile taken over uh gameloft which was founded by um eve gimel's um brother yeah uh, and basically they took over gameloft and gutted it and made it uh shit uh, as anyone who's played a gameloft game since can tell you or maybe before um uh, so the big news here, I think, really, is that Tencent have acquired that stake. Not um, that full stake. They've only acquired like 5%. Uh, how much did they get in the end? They, th- that stake was broken up between uh, like the Canadian Teachers Union pension. Yeah, the Ontario Teachers Pension Plan. I, th- I think Tencent only got like 5%. And then yeah. uh, that'll help. Like The theory is that'll help bring their games to China. Yeah, Tencent. Yeah, they're buying regulations five. Are, yeah, regulations are loosening up on like Chinese game stuff. Like consoles are more readily available and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I've I've by complete unintentional, I don't know, confluence of events, I've become a big fan of Ubisoft games. Like AC Origins was great. Watch Dogs Two was my favorite game in 2016. Well, uh, you're wrong because that was the year Hitman came out. Yeah, <laughs> you were wrong. And, uh, and, and, uh, more importantly, did you guys know that Vivendi was founded by Napoleon the Third? What? That's real. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I think we've been pronouncing it wrong. I think we mean Vivendi. Vivendi. Yeah. Vivendi. Founded in 1854 by Napoleon the <laughs> Third. That's why they're so. Ooh. That's why they like taking things over so much. Yeah, it all makes sense. Portman complex is genetic. Oh man, speaking of psychonauts. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> what. That's uh, super interesting, and I did not know that. Thanks for that little tidbit. Yeah, I just looked at the Wikipedia because I wanted to look at some information, and <laughs> it's actually that Napoleon the Third too. <laughs> You're not wrong, and I'm like, I'm looking at this, and I feel like I'm going to have to read this entire thing. I know. I am fascinated. That is wild. This is ever true. Didn't Vivendi buy Paramount or something crazy? They they were they had a big stake in Activision for a while. I don't think they do anymore. Uh, so I think the other big headline for this is that they bought in to Ubisoft for about uh, 800 million, uh, 794 million, in, in like more accurately, and it sold that stake for two billion dollars. So Vivendi have made uh, 1.26 billion, in prof- uh, and in profit. they cannot buy Activate or Ubisoft shares for five years. I think. Yeah, they can't and buy then- any more. Ubisoft shares for five more years, and then just, ten cent is not allowed. A part of buying their five percent is they can't like seek out. They like, can't increase. 
yeah, they can't like seek out and try and gain a controlling share. Which is uh, good. But you got to watch out for those teachers. You got to watch watch out for those teacher teachers. They're yeah, gonna... yeah. The Ontario Teachers Union. But man, do you remember how crazy Ubisoft went at the end of their last press conference at E3? They had like the whole gang yeah. on stage, everybody locking arms, being like, "Thanks for not buying us." Miyamoto <laughs> had a gun. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Miyamoto had a gun. Imagine what they're going to do when they're unrestrained. <laughs> and also, that, that, that Beyond Good and Evil, that Beyond Good and Evil game is never going to come out, and it's not real. But boy, is it the cool it. idea! <laughs> <laughs> no, it is going to come out though. Far Cry Five. Yeah, you think they'll get uh, Miyamoto it's on the shelf at my local supermarket, and it's not out till Tuesday. Dude, so I, I probably could have bought it. Why could. isn't it on your shelf? So. Like, <laughs> This is I a dumb. This is a dumb. I'm gonna throw some GameStop shade quickly before we move on. This is a dumb GameStop thing. I had some like some shit sitting around that I wanted to get rid of anyway. Old games that I bought on Steam since I had them. There's and a toilet. There's a toilet for that, Pat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> old games that I, I and I was like, wow, these are actually they do trade in for something at GameStop. So I went there and I had enough to get Far Cry. So I was like, shit, I'll just pre-order a digital copy of Far Cry 5 because I need a digital copy so that my girlfriend and I can play it together on each other's PS4s. Uh, and uh, when you get a digital copy, I, she like hands me the receipt and I'm like, so the code for the preload is on the receipt, right? And she was like, no, you still have to come back on Tuesday what? and pick up your what? receipt with the code on it. <laughs> what? No. I have reason that that company is going to shut down in five years. <laughs> I'd like to return this immediately and do <laughs> anything else with this money, please. That doesn't sound right. When I got... Well, when I got, uh, I had pre-ordered uh, Metal Gear Solid Five for PC at GameStop because trade and stuff, and I got the code pre-release, and it was. So just, she said, "I may be able to come back Monday and get a code that'll be a preload code, but that they can't print them like when you do the pre-order." <laughs> so dumb. Anyway, sorry to derail us. That was. I just thought that was really stupid. Um, uh, dump for in the context, GameStop. for context on the. Um, uh, amount of money that Vivendi have made off of that sale, uh, they uh, they have made one uh, about a quarter more on top than Black Panther has taken in cinema receipts in total. So they've got one point two five Black Panthers just for buying some stock a few years ago, three years ago. That's intense. Yeah, eat the rich. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> speaking about fighting people, let's talk about how this is Street Fighter TV series that's uh, in the works. Is John Claude Van Damme in it? Uh, no news that John Claude Van Damme is in it. However, um, apparently, uh, so it's Entertainment One. I don't know if you guys have heard of that um, production company. Uh, they make a lot of movies and stuff. Uh, they have bought the guys who made the web series street fighter assassin's fist um, and they're going to be bringing that to a full tv show um so it looks really cool uh, in that assassin's fist was good like i watched it and uh friends of mine who are huge street fighter fans pointed me at it and were like you should give this a shot um oh for example entertainment one has previously made saving private ryan speed yeah. Grey's Anatomy and Quantico. 
so it's it's a pretty decent output that they've got there um and yeah the the web series is really good uh one of my friends is like uh one of the biggest street fighter fans i've ever met and is like number four zangief in the world or something insane nice um, wow uh, or at least was i think many years ago uh he you know he was, the, he was the kind of guy who had his own custom stick that he took to tournaments and that sort of thing um great guy actually taught me how to play street fighter so very grateful uh, i've only ever beaten him once in about three to four hundred matches that we played together <laughs> um, and he would pick random so wouldn't know which characters he was playing um but yeah uh i think uh, i'm super excited about this tv series because i love tv is it animated or live action live action not excited anymore <laughs> uh, I'll I'll send you a link to the YouTube show for Assassin's Fist because it's it's quite well done. I'm sure I think it's worth a watch. I don't know. Give me Mortal Kombat as a TV show. Yeah, that uh, I would that prefer. Already that. happened? No, Annihila- no. What was that no. show? Yeah, Wait, there was one. Yeah, there was. There was a yeah, YouTube there was a Mortal show. Kombat TV show. Well, well no, there was, there was that. Yeah, there was oh. that like, super graphic like short that was like a teaser thing but then they, that, i don't know they, you mean the old things. show no they they turned that, it into that was a tv show yeah they turned it into more than that and i know ed yeah, boon okay. like sanctioned it he said it was fine yeah hmm. yeah but uh, it was whatever no yeah. there was definitely a tv show like in the 90s that i watched yeah, yeah. on fox kids it was bad though yeah i'm no conquest yeah, that was it. Television. That show's terrible. Whatever. Conquest. That count. Defenders of the Realm and Conquest. I the want... only Street Fighter that should be on TV is uh, what's what's his name? The the caster. He he does the hands, the sideways hands. Uh, Seth Killian. The only Street Fighter I want is Seth Killian telling me about what's happening. Seth Killian is great. Speaking of things that are great, uh, Alex, this news article is in here exclusively for you. Oh shit. Danganronpa creators next game Zanki Zero coming to the West. Dang, that's cool. What's it coming to? Uh, PS4 and Steam. All right, right on. Well, I mean that makes sense. That's where all their games are. So, a new game from the creators behind the cult hit Danganronpa series is coming to North America and Europe. Uh, Zanki Zero colon Last Beginning will be released on PlayStation 4 and Windows PC by Steam publisher Spike Chunsoft announced at GDC. The game does not have a release date. I feel so, like that would be a good thing for Switch. I also think it would be a great thing for Switch, but that's um, super cool. It's not announced for Switch. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking like I feel like a visual novel would be a good thing for Switch, like sitting on the bus. I don't think there's any visual novels on Switch. Nope. Uh, I bet Nintendo with at least with the lewd ones. It's like mm, no. <laughs> Uh, I, I have something I want to talk to you regarding visual novels later, Alex, in a in a not recorded in, in a private capacity in a dark room. Yeah, uh, preferably no pants. Mm. Um, well, this you. this okay. game looks really cool. Yeah, um, I watched the trailer. I was super interested. I will yeah. buy it. I'll yeah. give you the plot here real quick. Um, so I don't. Want, I don't want to know. I want to find out. Yeah, I'm familiar. It's probably better to find out. It's it's a cool thing. Okay. I was just gonna say I'll read the I'll read the concept that no, they've no. given you. No, it's not. It's really cool. It's not a game. 
It's a way of life. It's not. It's not a game. Next up, we've got Andre's special news article. I'll read the title, and then Andre can give us a little bit of background. Uh, PUBG bringing in an event mode to answer Fortnite, and it's bullshit. Uh, no okay so i have got like a group of so their first event is eight player teams with double assault rifle drop rate uh i've got a team i've got a group of people that i play with that sometimes we get we can get like eight people in a chat room but so then we'll break off into like two formans or whatever and that's fun and so yesterday we all were in there like oh hey the event's live we can uh, all play and so we try like wait we can't invite more than four people to our team you know, you only get four people into a lobby, and then you have to match with four other random people. Mm. That is how Fortnite's works too. What the fuck? Yep, that's that bullshit. That's twenty v twenty, twenty v twenty, twenty v twenty mode. Yeah, you get four man squads within a twenty man team. Twenty v twenty, like I can understand, but yeah. you also you should have the option if you can get twenty friends together. Agreed. Uh, and like eight people, like that shouldn't be too hard. Like even my like antisocial ass can get eight people together to play PUBG, and like they could have done like so like pistols only or like shotguns only. Like they could have done like something pretty simple to like get this going, and then they go eight man. But you can only pick four, three of your teammates, and then you have to get like. You end up with like four other people who I'm, are maybe jackasses. I'm and, pretty sure too that yeah. you can't talk to the other four people. Maybe really? you can. Oh, I, I, I well because they've done like they did like 50 v 50 custom game. I I don't I mean, know. You could but, just use Discord, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what we do. Works. The directional chat. I like the 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 proximity chat works, but I don't think there's a team voice channel for the. Mm. Uh, for the full eight-man team, I could be wrong, yeah. but so why the fuck did they put this in if they can't like do it properly? Like and like uh, they tweeted out like, oh, who's tried it? And like everyone's in there like, I can't play with eight of my friends, yeah. so no, I haven't done it. And like so that's <laughs> just <laughs> soured me on the whole thing. And like you can't put out this half-baked thing where like, oh, you do eight people, but you can't play with your friends. You can only play with yeah. three of them. It's like if in Destiny raids you could only be in a three-man fire team and then match make with three other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but not voice chat with them. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. So, um, <clears throat> while we're talking about battle royale games, everyone's favorite topic. Um, I can't play PUBG Mobile because I'm in Japan and it's region locked. <laughs> uh, much- I have two cool pieces of news. Number one. I got. I made a joke about battle royale games, and Brian Crescente retweeted it. <laughs> good, good news there. Um, Stop the presses. Yeah, and as I, I'll, I'll show you guys this video at some point. Uh, a second, I've played a game of Fortnite mobile every night before bed for since it came there you out. Go. I have um, been too, actually. There you go. It's a good game. I uninstalled it's, it. <laughs> it's way better than I thought it was gonna be. For uh, me, it's that I've been letting I've been letting my oldest charge play on my phone, and I feel a sense of shame that I have not gotten anywhere near as good as he is. So I'm just <laughs> Imagine you I'm, angrily playing it in bed. You don't even know. It's like the lights are off. Xavier's already asleep, and I'm like this on my phone, like angrily tapping away. That is exactly my thing. I'm not angrily doing it. I've got top ten three or four times, but 
um by like nine or eight like i've not even got i've not got in the top five at all i haven't um, cracked 30 yet and my oldest charge was nine years old first time he played he got 11 and the second time he got nine and he's only gotten better since then <laughs> and i am mad about it <laughs> but he's um, making me look real good because he's playing on my account <laughs> yeah and you're gonna get um, matched with better people and that's only getting harder for you that's true I don't know if there's actually a match. I don't know if that's a thing. So I don't know. There is. Have you played any Blitz games yet? Um, no, I haven't. Who likes um, maps? I've, like... I've played a few Blitz games, and they're like literally max ten minutes usually. Hmm. Super fun. Um, uh, I think I'm probably only going to play Blitz from now on. I don't think that's an option in the PC version. Is it? Mm-mm, don't believe so. I'm sure it was added to everything. What is? What is? I thought it was. I thought so, it was like an event. Is it not an when event? You, if you tap where it says solo, um, I think you can change. Like I changed it like a few weeks ago, and I haven't changed it back. Huh. Hmm. It's kind of great. Uh, they revealed. They showed off the new smaller PUBG map, uh, the four by four. So that's like half the size of the previous maps. So that's cool. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't actually look at it, but I hope I hope it's good. But yeah. yeah, I have no desire to play Fortnite still. I don't want to do the building. And if you actually want to be good at that game, I think you kind of have to. So you can get up like high and stuff. And yeah. I don't know. On I mobile, I haven't found building to be a thing. I've never built anything, and I've been able to come top ten multiple times. I well, get top I... fifteen and don't get don't build on PC. But I think you're right. If you really want to be like super good. You kind of like, gotta do it. Yeah. Uh, like I, 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 if I can't beat Roseanne, like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, I get um, what you're saying. Uh, well, I never got into can't play Fortnite mobile because I don't have an iOS device. So. Yeah, I never got invites to give out, which I thought was weird. That is maybe it's because you used an invite to get in. Yeah, that know. might be it. Yeah. Speaking of which, I have two new pieces of news, and they're both Pat related. Uh, first one pat specifically asked me to include so i'll let him take the lead on this one blitz is Uh, in the pc version i was wrong sorry continue uh so this piece of news is elder scrolls online's next expansion revealed will take players to land of high elves yeah this is mostly my trojan horse to say that if you like elder scrolls or mmos and haven't played the elder scrolls online you really should but uh this expansion looks pretty cool i don't know um if, if it's I, just how high are the elves? <laughs> if, if I don't like MMOs or playing Sea of Thieves, if I don't like MMOs okay. or Elder Scrolls, should I play that game? I mean, what video games do you like? If you don't, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you should not. Visual novels. Uh, you um, should not. You kind of have to like Elder Scrolls. I mean, really, you need to like Elder Scrolls specifically to like that game. Uh, it's a it's a Elder Scrolls game that be there on the internet. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pat just moved to the land of high elves, so I don't know why he's excited about this game. <laughs> um, the expansion looks really cool. It's uh, the the reason it's notable. the The last expansion, Morrowind, went to Vardenfell, which was like the landmass in Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. This one's like the first time there's like a shut up. <laughs> this is the first time they've done an expansion. I'm not with, like, you. Sorry, my my cat has knocked over a box of cat biscuits yeah. and he's just eating them out of it but i can't do anything because i'm supposed to get a <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh god they're spilled everywhere 
<laughs> but yeah, anyway, <laughs> Somerset Isles and uh, this new expansion have never haven't been in a game since Elder Scrolls Arena. So it's kind of cool they're going to be in it now. Um, I have a, a cool point on this. Number one, I live in Somerset in England. It's <laughs> not a really place related. called Somerset. <laughs> it's spelled slightly different. Um, and I own Elder Scrolls Online. We should play it, Pat. We should. I hate I'm, Elder Scrolls, but I love MMOs. Imagine so if I'm it, trying to persevere. Imagine if it was just the Somerset you live in. Oh God, <laughs> it would be so flat. That's actually the other game. The three games I played the most this week are ESO. Uh, Vermintide 2 and Sea of Thieves. So uh, I would be happy to play Elder Scrolls with you because it is very easy to play together because there's everything scales to your level. It's yeah. Cool. I have the um, goatee edition which had Morrowind. Yeah, cool. I'm doing the Morrowind yeah, stuff it, right now. What edition? I've... <laughs> yeah, they they called it Game of the Year edition. Oh, just not some me. MMO no. that I used to know. I... <laughs> I thought I thought you said wow. That's, you went the, the the tasteful route with that at least. Yeah, I heard goatsy. <laughs> yes. Oh, I heard goat yeah. Speaking of uh, Pat, there's some other news oh, you might no. be interested in. Some shock I don't know what this one is. Uh, although it does have a link to Pornhub in this article, and I'm not joking. <laughs> oh yeah, um, this is interesting. This is Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah. Oh, no, this is not what I thought it was. Updates. Overhauling progression. Wait, yeah, what? The, 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 they they overhauled the Battlefront Two progression so that now it's linear. There's not. I don't believe you get like you get stuff in card packs anymore. No, um, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, it's they just totally changed. Basically, they like changed everything about the game aside from the in-game part where you shoot things and fly Tie Fighters, which is like the good part about that game. So, uh, you know, everybody who like wanted to maybe check out battlefront 2 but didn't want to sacrifice their principles or whatever to do it uh or pay money <laughs> yeah i don't know is uh, the dlc still gonna be free because they, they, added, they added cosmetics right so yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. their pivot i think that's how they're gonna make money because they learned that there's no way and rightfully so too to be clear mm -hmm. i don't support their uh pay to win model so like they uh they uh, started introducing cosmetics, which is the smart way for them to monetize that game. And um, this progression is kind of like the final shift to that being the monetization model, because basically they were kind of hamstrung because they still had the infrastructure in place to buy card packs with real money, but they just removed the button that let you do it. But yeah. they still have a currency that is a paid currency that is the thing you can't buy that they want to be able to sell you again so they don't have to rework their entire back end for how they process uh, yeah. microtransactions. So they're just removing the card pack thing from the menus completely so that now in that store page you'll just buy the um, cosmetic packs and they can sell you the gems again. I wonder how much of this is like in response to like fears about government oversight and like, okay, no, we need to like get rid of this. So like, Hey, no, we're, we're fixing it ourselves. You don't need to step in because like that was kind of the most egregious example, or at least the one people were most fired up about. So by yeah. taking it out, it kind of like, Oh no, we're, we're fixing it. We're getting rid of all that stuff. And cause I feel like at this point it's too late for that game. Uh, I I would uh, actually I don't know that it is I think they probably I think that the smart move would be to assume it's too late for that game but I think with the way that like 
Ubisoft has recovered Rainbow Six Siege and a lot of, like, you see a lot of games, and frankly, the way Bethesda has recovered Elder Scrolls Online, a lot of games that launched bad, not even, like, oh, rough, but bad. Um, yeah, then they, uh, and they kind of, 14, yeah. Uh, they, and <laughs> companies have kind of, like, had faith in them and turned them around. I feel like maybe it's not too late, um, even though I can see why you'd say that. Uh so and if this I would were a Ubisoft game, I would agree with you, but EA has like what new Battlefront or Battlefield coming out. So yeah. then, like whatever, they can just throw Battlefield in there and they take the hit. I maybe it is like a new approach to it and that would be great, but I could also see cuz like Ubisoft doesn't have like a new Rainbow Six coming out every year. True. They, yeah. So what so, they have said yeah. is that the Battlefront team will be basically is on an indefinite hiatus. They're not going to make another Battlefront game for a long time. That I, was what I, they I, said. Uh, Battle Battlefield. No, so, yeah, but uh, but Battlefield doesn't have the like biggest entertainment license in <laughs> in the world attached to it. Like Star Wars is such huge money that yeah. they have to have some recurring revenue from a Star Wars product that's like. Yeah. That's like a triple A game, I think. But it was just, it was such like a shit show with like the backlash against it. And like everyone was talking about there were news stories and like the mainstream press. And like, I mean, people still think the Xbox One has to be always online. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. So, um, like, the, like, the negative coverage on that, I think, might have just like sunk any chance that game had of being like a massive thing. I think maybe you'll get some whales who are willing to put in the money for the cosmetic stuff but there is except that that game um it sold nine million copies so like that is under their target but drastically under that's still nine million copies of battlefront that are out there and if they can get those nine million people to spend five bucks uh in the next few months it's worth a little bit of work to try to recover Um, and for all I know, I mean, we're kind of speaking pessimistically about it because why wouldn't you? But uh, it could also just be that, you know, the team that is working on Battlefront 2 actually gives a shit and wants the game to not be a yeah, perceived I, as a trash fire. Who knows? I, I, I wholly believe that the people who work on it, like, believed in the product and were not wanting to put in the microtransactions yeah. that were initially there. Yeah. I'm just like, will EA actually support Sure. Like how much? How much support are they going to get from EA and Disney? Yep. To- yeah, I think you. I think you're totally right. I'll totally buy this game now. Like if it's if I get a decent price on this game, uh, I'll pay twenty quid for this. So it's on EA Origin Access right now. You can actually pop a free trial, trial of that, or spend five bucks to try it out through that. Um, Wonder if I can play it on uh, Xbox One. You should play it on PC. I have a, then we I have a together. Does it not have crossplay? Uh, I don't believe it does. Mm. The the problem is Pat is that the the uh, I have a gaming laptop, which is what yeah. I used to record the podcast, um, and it's great. Like it, the speed power is totally fine. I've been able to play any game I've thrown at it at, at least like high settings, mm-hmm. uh, but the screen is fucking terrible. Sure. The mm. quality of this screen, it's 1080, it's TN. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like playing games on it unless it's a PC game. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll play First Divinity. Shooter, it's a it's PC game. <laughs> uh, I actually see FPSs as PS4 games uh, because the first FPS I ever played was Time Splitters. I was going to say it was on a PS4. 
no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that's what you were going to say too. And I was like, really? Kill zone shadow fall. <laughs> I, I, know, I was about to make that, that joke. <laughs> Uh, I bought Killzone Shadow 4 with my PS4 because I, I got it on launch day and there was literally nothing else I was interested in and uh, my flatmate played it I didn't play it I just played a lot of Rezo hey, there's parts of that game that are kind of okay the bit when the controller speakers start singing creepy children's rhymes at you yeah both me and my flatmate were like no let's not play this anymore this isn't <laughs> the game for me that game helped us get Horizon Zero Dawn so it's sure it I never yeah. played it, but it's a okay in my book. It's actually it is an okay game. It's, it's not terrible. Shooter. It's very yeah. Call of Duty. I liked Killzone too. It was it was kind of a cool game. I never played three. I don't like how bullet spongy all the enemies were in Killzone one and two. You can shoot it because there's hell gas like nine times in the okay, head. So wait, like, why why was there a Pornhub link in that Star Wars article? <laughs> hey, the uh, the title of that link is. Pornhub is being touted as a real possible YouTube alternative. Okay, okay, yeah, no. So that was okay, that's a separate story. <laughs> that's a totally hey, different can of worms that we can't get into on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw as yeah, an email that Ju- maybe Julia Alexander got or someone who I think writes for Polygon uh got an email in response to like a she asked for a comment and the like CEO of Pornhub was like, "Yeah, we haven't, you know, firmed anything up but it's a possibility that we're open to yeah, wow. Pornhub has definitely firmed some things up they're yeah. open to a lot <laughs> okay okay we were trying to be safe for work but I'm pretty sure we're done now thanks Allison no <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Pornhub uh, news brought to you by Allison no uh, I'm not getting no. on that meme train can we not yeah the last wow. one. No, it is actually brought to you by me. I exclusively <laughs> look for Pornhub news every week. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this Oh, week's... wait, no, okay, no, more Pornhub Whoa. news. No. Okay. No. no, no, this is, this is really this is not. This is not a segment. <laughs> this is... They, they, sometimes, they put out, sometimes they put out graphs, like they did a graph, like, oh, who, like, which uh, consoles are people using for porn the most? The Wii was surprisingly high back, like, a few years ago. They put out one now is... Uh, people are, are high. People are searching for Fortnite a lot yeah. on Pornhub. I read that story too. Okay, Fortnite yeah. and various like oh, Fortnite man. Battle Royale and yeah, various iterations on Fortnite being searched on Pornhub a lot. It's just those of weird gifts of Drake. <laughs> oh, so God. everybody, thank you. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the Pornhub minute. Um, sponsored by Andre. Uh, Andre and Sam are going to spin this out into a full podcast starting next week. Yeah, Pornhub fix. Oh, God. Or, no, for sure. It'll be streaming uh, live on Pornhub. Yep. Uh, <laughs> just I don't think you know what streaming now. live on Pornhub means. <laughs> hey, I think we know what streaming live on Pornhub means. Oh, God. You can have What's your email on him. We just found <laughs> our new sponsor. <laughs> Teledildonics. <laughs> you can't just say Teledildonics. <laughs> Fans of Evo Dungeon. You can really test those things out. Yeah. <laughs> we made it so far. We made it almost two hours. <laughs> uh, without this is 
I don't think we've ever had like a falling apart laughing segment on this in a very McElroy Brothers esque fashion. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, you please uh, review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and no matter whether your iTunes is your platform of choice, please just do it. It helps. I don't, nobody gives a fuck about Google Play. Google doesn't give a fuck about I, I use the Google Play Store. It's fucking easy. I unfortunately yeah, use Google Play Music. But that's all I have. All right. All of you review our podcast on Google Play and see if anyone else listens review, to it. You can't, you can't review, review things. Yeah, you can't. Only subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling everyone to. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to today's podcast uh, slash train wreck. Um, I have been your. Um, Worst boy, uh, grip, uh, God, uh, yeah, grip. choose your I, words better. <laughs> I can't think of, I couldn't think of any nautical theme, so I went back to the movie uh, star theme from Tuesday. Um, uh, I've been your reshoots director. I don't know. Uh, I'm so nautical. <laughs> I have to reshoot the last five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> I've been Kevin Spacey main sale. Do you just say Kevin Spacey? Yeah, we got to get Kevin God. Spacey out of this podcast reshoot. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Robin Wright would do my role a lot better. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. My name is Sam. I have been, I guess, the host. Uh, a host. <laughs> the the host ho ho like host. host no, wait. wait, that's Christmas. That's not pirates. Um, <laughs> No, wait. The Yo-ho, Yo-ho host. Yo-ho there you host. go. Yo-ho we got it. We got it. We're good. Life for me. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo-ho host. Yo-ho host. Podcast life for me. Did you just make a communion joke? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening through this. If you've listened through this, I'm so sorry. There was, apparently, there was a point earlier on where ice cubes were clinking in my glass, and I thought I was muted. Uh, <laughs> bad podcast this is the last episode of the show this is this is the best podcast (laughs) this is the first best greatest podcast recorded by six friends who met on the internet and live in multiple separate countries that talk about video games i have been sam harrison we also have alex you can find me on Pornhub at Coolslaw, C-O-O-L-S-4-W, S-L-4-W, sorry. I'm Allison. You can find me on Twitter uh, at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. I'm Andre. Uh, I I lost it. I I don't I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, internet, you can Google me. <laughs> See, that's still Alex's catchphrase. There you go. Don't jack his swag. <laughs> uh, phrasing. No. <laughs> me, uh, Erica. Are you gonna oh. stream in half an hour? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna stream Yakuza Kiwami like <laughs> later. <laughs> I would like to request an all uh, telephone girls episode yeah. of yeah. Yakuza Kiwami. Uh, thematically say. linked with the honor of the last episode of. <laughs> oh, I'd like to thank our. I'd like to thank uh, thank our sponsor uh, that I got for this episode in particular. Christian yes. Science Times, weirdly.
Bad Dragon. Yes, and I'm <laughs> huge, huge pornography fans. <laughs> Philatinists in particular are big pornographers. Um, anyway, yeah, you can also listen to my other podcast, which yeah, I don't know is maybe we should trade names. It's called Tempered Expectations. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have tempered expectations for this podcast. You should have extremely high expectations, which are. But consult your doctor if it lasts for more than five hours. As soon as it starts. If this podcast lasts more than five hours, you should definitely listen. <laughs> See a doctor. That one's about wrestling, too, and also video games. And speaking of wrestling, we're going to do a Wrestle Kingdom review, Wrestle Kingdom 12 review next week. I'm starting to think Eric I should be the chairman of this podcast. <laughs> Chair person. Uh, look, we need a full board vote to get me out. And uh, uh, my company was started by Napoleon III. So, <laughs> Pat, where can anyone find you? Uh, on I'm at Jester PC on Twitch and Twitter and, and stream of things. <laughs> Oh, I didn't say anything about myself. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SGCH and Twitch at SGCH and Mixer at SGCH. I just like that those combination of letters. Um, sorry, Alexa uh, <laughs> thinks that my name is a uh, thing to talk about. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm very sorry. <laughs> watch Wrestle Kingdom. You should watch Wrestle Kingdom. I totally will. I... I have it ready to watch. I forced nope. Alex and Allison to watch it with me today. Uh, nope. Alex, Alex and Allison, what's the best part? No, nope. this is for next week. Next week. We can't yeah, do this right week. now. I have <laughs> no opinions. I have no opinions until seven days from now. The best part was them hearing about like my thirst for like several wrestlers. <laughs> Who's your top wrestler? Who's the top thirsty wrestler? Oh, Leo Tonga. Well, is conversation. <laughs> This podcast is over. It's over. It's but also, Kushida and podcast uh, is over. <laughs> yeah, Jay White. <laughs> Fixed on space. Jay White, aka Dynamite. <laughs> no. Thanks everybody for listening to today's episode. Turn this skip around again. I'm kind of sorry, but also not. I think this is probably our best episode yet. Uh, I'll speak to you all next week. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Sorry. I think the episode is over now. <laughs>